out here in the perimeter, there are no stars. Out here, we is stoned, immaculate. Indeed, we are, Jim. Hello and welcome to The C86 Show. I am David Eastall. I was the last time I checked. And I am going to take you on a merry ride. It's going to be beautiful as we play songs you know, some you don't, some you should. Crossing time, space and genre. I know I'm really bigging this up, but um, yes, I am hyperventilating, but I will um, puff and blow into a brown paper bag in a second. But before all that, all we want you to do, sit back, relax, turn up your stereos, because this could just change your life. Well, it's probably not going to really, is it? Let's face it. But... This is going to be the skids and the saints are coming. I cried to my daddy on the telephone. How long now? Till the clouds are rolling, you come on the line well. But the shadow still remains in your descent, your descent. Lover from the womb to the tomb 
Addresses your daughter when the moon becomes round. You be my mother when everything's gone. Something is lost. 
one of the greatest vocalists ever. What a voice. That was Chrissy Hines, The Pretenders, with him to her from the album Get Close from 1985 or 86. A fine year for music. And before that, oh yes, before I go on, she's got a new album coming out very soon, produced by Stephen Street. I know these facts because I just interviewed him and he told me. Um, And before that, we had the skids all the way from Scotland and there are a single, which was The Saints Are Coming, which was taken from the album Scared to Dance, featuring Richard Jobson on vocals and also guitarist Stuart Adamson, who went on to form Big Country. Make a note, I will test you at the end of it, end of this very exciting show, but um, who cares? This is David Eastall, The C86 Show. As you know, it's been an interesting year, interesting decade. Most of it has been cancelled until next year. Let's hope so. 2021, who knows? But one thing that I am slightly um, getting more excited than excited than normal is the fact that um, hairdressers are going to be opening very soon. And quite frankly, Mr. Shankly, um, it's it's getting quite... My hair is so floppy. It's just... Um, it's gone from slightly Lady Di 1980 to, yes, the flock of seagulls. It's just... Yes, the fringe is right down there. I could almost be chewing my hair at the moment, which is something that I remember young girls doing at primary school, when I was also at primary school, if you know what I mean. Yes, it was one of those things that um, people did. Back in the 70s, we didn't really have much money, so that's what you had to do, grow your hair and chew it. Anyway, this is obviously a song that I've been humming to myself for the last week, months, most of the year, really. This is going to be Morrissey, Hairdresser on Fire.
I know, sophisticated pop. That was Stereolab with Ping Pong. I know, that's all I've got to say about that. And before that, we had one of the greatest singers of all time, Morrissey. We love him. Well, you know, it's tricky, isn't it? It's one of those relationships you just need to talk to your therapist about. Anyway, that was, uh, yes, from the album Viva Hate. And that was Hairdresser on Fire. And yes, you can tell I'm getting very excited about the uh, prospect of being able to get my hair cut. I just, um, I'm just going to be there right first day in the queue because, frankly, yes, well, you know, you know, they could be dropping dropping like flies in a few months' time. So you just got to be in there. Same with hair um, dentists. Go check them out. Anyway, this one, yes, this is interesting. Don't yawn. It's uh, it is quite interesting. But uh, many years ago, there was a band called the Farmers Boys who had such classic hits, such as "Muck It Out," which apparently is about uh, pig farming, which is um, romantic at the best of times. And then various members of the band became the Avons. And then later on, were the Great Outdoors. These are all bands that no one ever bothered with, but they did a single or song on the album that they released called Head in the Clouds, which had a, a featured a picture of the famous shop in Norwich, which was also called Head in the Clouds. It was a bit of a hippie shop. Jostics, candles, tie-dye stuff. It was marvellous. You could get a copy of, I don't know, Festival Eye, which we used to love back in the day. Um, and look at the notice board with great excitement, going, hmm, interesting. Anyway, this is a track called, um, yes, I've told you what it's called. Anyway, this is going to be for Joe, who is about massive fan of the Farmer's Boys. I don't know. I think you are. But um, I do hope you enjoy this song. You probably never heard it and you probably never will want to hear it again. But I quite liked it. So um, that's my opinion and that's good enough for me. Yeah. 
once I saw this painted on a bridge. I don't want the world. I just want to have. They don't need me here, and I know you're there. Where the world goes by like the humid air. And it sticks like a broken record. Everything sticks like a broken record. Everything sticks until it I think they uh, refer to that as college rock back in the 80s. That was They Might Be Giants from the album Lincoln. I think that was the opening track. Yes, Anna Nag, which I have no idea what it's about. But my goodness me, it felt very jaunty and excitable. And you could vaguely dance to it in a jaunty way. Anyway, before that, all the way from Norwich, we had The Great Outdoors featuring three members, I think, of The Farmer's Boys. And that was The Great Outdoors. No, that was the, that was the band. The song was called... Head in the Clouds, which is slightly, yes, reference to the head shop on Pottergate Street, Norwich. A fine city that was for Joe, who I just hope you liked it. If you didn't, never mind. I'll play other dreadful songs later. Anyway, look, what else is happening? Yes, I know. One thing that sort of uh, appears and occurs quite on a regular basis is that world that is the Facebook. Yes, because I'm on various groups and, um, yes, groups, that's that's the word, isn't it? Um, which is kind of, you know, it's full of nostalgia and looking back with great excitement to the 80s and the punk period and indie nights in Norwich. And, uh, you know, it's gone from, well, I've noticed, and there's several things, is it's gone from that moment of like just posting quite dreadful photographs or poor photographs. People didn't take pictures in those days, particularly, which everyone now regrets, but, um, you know, they're kind of okay. But now I've just noticed in the last 12 months, most of the posts that happen on um, Facebook and in these groups is just basically people dying, uh, you know, and you just go, oh, we've got to that age, isn't it? Because each decade, each, you know, you look part of your life, you go through different phases, don't you? You know, the teens, the 20s, 30s, and you get to that age where you say, oh, yes, now you just get in touch with each other. So, you know, remember so-and-so, they're dead, um, which is quite interesting. And then I sort of had that other sort of thought that um, with Facebook, just sticking on that social media platform site, um, do you, when people die, do you unfriend them? Or do you keep them? Because it feels a bit bad to unfriend somebody who's dead. But then at the same time, you get reminded when their birthday is, which is a bit depressing. Um, and then there will probably be a time a bit later on in your life where there's more dead people than people who are alive as your friends. So it's there's a lot to worry about in life, I know. But um, I did sort of realise that quite recently when it was like another post would come up and so-and-so's dead. Oh, well, never mind. Um, yes, never mind. Anyway, what can I say about that? I know, we can play a song. 
Um, I know, it's like play school. This is going to be the jam, and that's entertainment.
That, as if you needed to be told, was Grace Jones with Pull Up to the Bumper, taken from the album Nightclub and that featured Sly and Robbie on rhythm section. And nice to know somebody else takes parking as seriously as me. There's nothing quite as bad, irritating as somebody who parks in the middle of a space that could have been for two cars, but instead they just put themselves right in the middle and spoil it for everyone. And before that, we had the jam That's Entertainment from the album, I don't know, the best of probably. That's the sort of fan I am. Um, <laughs> anyway, look, this is David East of the C86 Show. If you want to contact me, you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just do at C86 Show. It's always groovy to hear from you. Groovy, I know. I've just been watching some Glastonbury footage. And um, yes, it was fantastic to see David Bowie back in 2000 with his quite awesome band, um, which, yes, I managed to go and see, um, yes, back in the day, which uh, which was quite exciting because, A, we didn't camp on that occasion because, for various reasons, we were in the area during that weekend and um, went on the Sunday. The fence was down. Hurrah! That's, that's the sort of anarchist I am. Um, and we went to see him and it was just incredible. But I do remember a few years later going to Glastonbury again, like some plucky little chap who just couldn't say no. And that was the year when it just turned into something that resembled probably something like the First World War. It was just so soggy and muddy. And a lot of the stages were sort of um, sinking, which wasn't a good thing for, for most people. But one of the bands that uh, did try to sort of play was My Life Story, who I think actually most of the members had gone home. So there's only a few left. But Jake was out there doing it. And um, I have huge fond memories of My Life Story because I went to see them a lot back in the 90s especially. Um, so this one, yes, this one goes out to Jill, who I know is a huge fan. This is... Which one is it? Oh, I don't know. Yes, it is. Don't You don't sparkle in my eyes. I don't know. That sounds a bit um, unfriendly now. But um, it's a great song. You'll love it. Dreadful over song 
quite mesmerising sound of Laura Cantrell with the track titled Wait from the album that we all loved. It was uh, When the Roses Bloom Again and I did see her live and she was absolutely stunning. Um, yes, from start to finish, it was one of those gigs you just thought, I am definitely staying. Well, it helped for me. <laughs> It helped because it was also seated, which at my age, it's very important nowadays, or something that you can lean against, which is quite handy as well. Anyway, she was fine with my just staring sort of in a slightly gazy, daisy way. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Where is she now? She she needs to bring another album out. Before that, we had some Brit pop, orchestral pop from the likes of My Life Story with the, yes, You Don't Sparkle from the album Mornington Crescent, which was one of those albums I thought, oh, this is going to be the biggest band since Sliced Bread. I don't know. They weren't. No, it was just the Beatles. 
I don't know. Um, and obviously they weren't, so that was the end of them. But they did bring out some other albums. And recently they did an album and did a bit of a tour. Well done, Jake. We love you. We still love you. Anyway, look, the other night or morning I woke up and I had a dream. It wasn't that biblical, really. But um, it featured a friend that I'd worked with many decades ago in 2006, 2007. And you do that, actually, when anybody ever says they had a dream and they're about to tell me, I often go, oh, sorry, I've left the toaster on. I left the toast on. I must go. Even if you're camping, it doesn't matter. Just run, run for your life because it's so boring. But anyway, um, yes, I had this dream with a friend who I'd sort of, well, you know, colleague. So I got in touch and said, hi, it's me. And uh, she was cool with that. She said, yes, I remember you. It was fantastic fun working with me. No, she didn't say that at all, but it could have. It was hoping. Anyway, the good thing is, um, yes, we had a bit of a conversation via, you know, email and whatever, um, as you do. And it was quite sweet. And I thought, well, I should play her a song because, frankly, it reminded me of the times when she used to go on and on about the red hot chilli peppers. Oh, the marvellous. And she even went and met them backstage once. It was fine, everything. It was, it, was, it was quite recent, so it didn't get messy. Anyway, this is for Roe. This is um, Tell Me Baby. Love. 
The fantastic vocal of Kirsty McCall, and that's days before that we had the red hot chili peppers and tell me, baby, this sadly is the end of the show. Thank you ever so much for listening. This has been David Easter. If you want to contact me, you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just do at C86Show. I will be there, keep it positive, otherwise, don't bother. Also, all these shows have been archived, so you can find those on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, just to C86Show fascinating stuff anyway um yes i will be back next week for more thrills spills and belly aches this one goes out to chris who i know has just had a operation so hopefully you're healing well as you do in these tricky times anyway i think you'll like this one this is going to be echo and the bunny men and the killing moon have a great week In your arms to
Yourself to him. You give yourself to him. 